and welcome or welcome back to Through Gen Z Guys. In today's episode, I have Marcus Reese, a former football linebacker who now teaches PE at Evergreen High School and is track and field coach at Oak Grove. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for asking. So why did you want to start football in the first place? Uh, you know, I started football because I, um, you know, being young, I've um, always, always into wrestling. I was into uh, track and field and different field sports. And uh, I just found that football was, uh, I just liked the physicality of it and, and the speed, the combination of speed that, that, uh, that uh, is involved with it. And then I uh, also, you know, I, my family is really into uh, football. Uh, he, uh, my brother played football, so my big brother. So um, it's more of a thing, you know, you, you, your family's into it. You see it on TV a lot. So that's what really gravitated me towards the game. Yeah, and so what are, what, when you were on your way to becoming a football player after watching, what are some roadblocks that you hit? Um, while playing and while getting becoming a player? Well, I would say, um, you know, throughout high school, I didn't really have much roadblocks. I was an uh, All-American football player. Um, uh, college, um, definitely I hit my first roadblock where um, you know, I didn't really uh, find myself have, uh, winning a starting position until my senior year. I was uh, competing against another uh, player in my position who was really good um so i had to share time with him the whole time so um you know not playing full time was a was definitely a roadblock but i would say my biggest roadblock would be of you know what ended my career almost is uh basically is is getting injured um you know i had a really bad shoulder injury my third year playing nfl football where my shoulder almost basically came out and i tore all my ligaments in my shoulder and um, my rotator cuff and that uh, ended my career, you know? Um, so that's, that's a, that's a huge roadblock that I, you know, that uh, to my uh, football playing career, you know? Yeah. And so have your experiences like um, your injuries have, um, those experiences affected the decisions you make while coaching the team that you coach or while teaching PE or track and field? Oh, absolutely. Um, especially, you know, me getting injured. I, I don't know if I would be, um, I don't know if I would be coaching or, or even, um, you know, doing what I do now if I didn't get injured. Okay. So, um, but one thing about my, me getting injured is, um, it really helped me understand about like injuries and helping other people who experienced the same thing I, I, I went through. And, um, unfortunately I didn't overcome that injury, um, as far as being able to continue my career. Um, but it, it left me with a lot of, um, uh, knowledge of how to help others overcome their injury. Um, one thing I would say about the, the injury also is, um, um, uh, you know, it, again, it, it helped me understand, you know, um, it, it, it helped, helped me understand that, you know, I, it takes a lot of preparation to prevent injuries. And I think that's one thing, one thing I, 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 I think why I got injured is because 
that same year, I didn't, I don't think I prepared as much as I, I could have. Um, so it, it really helped me understand and, and, and leave the message to everybody that you got to prepare um, when you get to being an NFL player. You got there's a lot of preparation that comes to not just um, playing good, but um, uh, preventing yourself from being injured. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, and is are your injuries and wanting to prevent other people from getting injured and wanting to teach other people one of the reasons that you started teaching? And what are some other reasons that you wanted to start teaching? Well, start the, the main reason, you know, the injury, you know, sometimes bad things lead to other roads in life, you know, and that's exactly what the injury did, you know. So, um, you know, then I after I got injured and I stopped playing, I finished my career and um, I started working with kids. Um, and one thing I I I, uh, I found pride in was helping uh, youth um, in school and helping them develop athletically. Uh, so um, that's what the injury did. It actually opened up another door, another chapter in my life. Um, one that I I. Um, I, I, I have a lot of pride for, which is being a, a teacher and a, and a coach. Um, so, again, uh, what led me to become a teacher and coach is just it's just my it's you know a lot of teachers. I feel our teachers we share a, a common uh, characteristics of uh, taking pride in helping others. You know, um, so that's what led me to be a teacher. If I didn't like helping others, I don't know if I would be a teacher. You know. Um, or a coach, because it takes a lot of your time um, to be a teacher and a coach. And um, so, yeah, definitely that's what helped me to want to be a teacher. And was teaching hard at the at first when you first joined and you first became a teacher? Was it hard for you to kind of get used to it and kind of uh, learn to control everyone and teach everyone properly? You know what? The teaching part is not the hard part. I think one of my main strengths is, you know, um, classroom uh, management. Um, I'm really good with interacting with with the youth and um, um, relating with them. I'm really relative to to students. I'm really good at relating, you know, what I'm teaching to their lives. Um, I would say the the hardest part of becoming a teacher in in general is is it's it's a lot of school. People don't understand how much school you gotta you got to go to to become a teacher. You got to get your teacher credential. Um, a lot of times you got to teach while you're doing school. Um, um, and, and so that's, that's the, that was the, that's the, that's the big part of being a teacher. Um, the big struggle of being a teacher. Um, another thing with another thing that that's, uh, was, was hard to get used to is, um, you know, the, you know, you have to consistently stay on top of your grading. Um, you know, that that's a, that's another thing. But the overall classroom management, I would I would think is me. I, in my opinion, is one of my strengths as far as being a teacher. Yeah. And you you have to go to a lot of school. But one of the things that you probably weren't taught to do was to teach um, online, like for this long. So has teaching online been harder and also, um, I feel like there are pros to every con. So what are some benefits of teaching online? Yes. So 
definitely teaching online has been one of the toughest things uh, that I've done in my working um, career, um, uh, especially with being a PE teacher. You know, with with being a PE teacher, I'm everything I'm teaching online is is new material. You know, um, you have to be really creative to be able to teach PE online. And um, you can either be really creative or you can use a lot of what other PE teachers are doing. Um, I, I say with me, I, I have a hard time using just other things that other teachers are doing. So I'm, I'm um, it's been a struggle trying to find, you know, week by week finding um, a, a, a program to, to teach online because it's like, when you're teaching as a PE teacher, you're, you usually um, it's it involves a lot of um, you know having having uh, kids play games, having uh, leading kids to sports activities, um, you know timing kids in the mile or, t- or or testing kids physically. And online, it's been a struggle because it's uh, you can't do any of that. You know, it's um, and. Uh, my district, I in, in my district in particular, we we can't mandate that kids have their cameras on. So now it's even it's even more of a struggle because I don't I'm teaching exercises and sometimes I don't know if they're you know doing the exercises or not. So pretty much uh, the struggle of teaching online is I'm always having to uh, create new content to teach. You know, um, um, I'm always having to create new assignments. All right. Um, but I would say the benefits of teaching online um, definitely has been that I have learned more about technology than I've ever learned in my life, um, my entire life. Just one year of teaching online has taught me more about technology than I've ever um, learned before. And there's a lot of new stuff that I learned, like Zoom, using Zoom, um, uh, just using it, even this, you know, uh, this podcast or um, Google you know, using like Google Classroom. And um, these are things that I've learned that even when the pandemic comes to end and we are all able to go back to school, I think I'm going to continue to use um, the new technology that I've learned um, even when school gets back. You know, I see myself like I um, I learned like with coaching, for example, um, I used to give kids a, a questionnaire where they have to fill out, right? Um, about, you know, what, what track, about their, a track questionnaire, ask them about their track experience in the past and, you know, contact information. I'm now going to do Google form to do that. And I wouldn't have learned that if I didn't have um, uh, this, you know, having to learn how to teach online. Um, Zoom, for example, um, having, you know, meetings on, on with using Zoom, where we don't always have to, you know, physically be there. Now, I would prefer to do meetings physically, but there's going to be times now I'm going to use Zoom, you know, to have meetings with with players, with with coaches, with uh, with staff member. So um, with parents, you know, so um, the benefits, there's definitely been benefits to teaching online. You know, it's not all bad. Um, But um, and another thing, benefit of teaching online is I learned a lot um, from the students themselves uh you would you know it's a it's uh your generation your generation of students and in the uh, the height you know the, um 
I would say are, are a lot more um, uh, fluent with, you know, technology than the older generation, you know, and I find myself uh, teaching online sometimes have some struggles and students teach are teaching me some things about technology. So that's that's been an interesting experience. Um, so those are the benefits, I would say, with teaching on teaching online. And do you think that any of what you've learned from your students, um, do you think any of that um, information will be used when we actually get back to school in-person learning? Yes. Um, like I said, a lot of the stuff I learned from my students is like things uh, on on Zoom. So like I said, I'll still be continuing Zoom. So I learned about like how to how to uh, optimize my screen to have the best quality. I learned that from a student. Um, and so if I ever have meetings on Zoom again, which I will, even when we come back, I'll use that. Um, students taught me a lot about like the Google form, Google forms, like how to kind of fluently use it. Um, I learned that from students, you know, um, uh, Google Classroom. I learned that from students. And, and so there's, like I said, there's a lot of technology that I'll still use, Google Classroom, uh, Zoom, that some of the key mechanics to using these things like Google Classroom, I learned that from I learned that from students. Um, when I first started using Google Classroom, the students, my students were more fluent with Google Classroom than I was. They used it in junior high school um, where it, it was my first time ever using it. Um, uh, last year when I did uh, um, teaching online in the spring, I didn't use Google Classroom. Um, so now I, again, I learned that from students and I'm definitely going to keep maintain that um, throughout my time. The another thing I wanna point out that, um, I, just going back to the other question you asked about my benefits of online, is I've had a, a pretty good amount of interaction with students online. You know, so, um, you know, getting to know them, you know, you can't see students. So a lot of my um, some of my activities are assignments where I get to know my students. So. Um, so, yeah, definitely I will be able to, you know, use some of the things I learned from my students in the future. Um, yeah, and if you the last uh, question that we have time for is, if you were still a football player, how would you want to try and prevent the spread of COVID while also playing on the team? Definitely, I, I would say, um, if you're going to be involved with a team, be involved with that team. You know, I wouldn't be, you know, going and playing in different clubs. Um, that's one thing coaching that I see, I see, you know, I see students that try to, you know, in this pandemic, they try to play with one team, but then they also try to play with another team, you know, and, and um, that's something that can be dangerous because you, you don't want to be, you know, in two different groups and interacting with two different groups too much. Um, another thing is, um, you know, taking pride in wearing, wearing a mask when you're asked to wear a mask or when you're supposed to wear a mask, you know, that's one thing um, I wish I was a student now so I can be a better leader in that, in that um, 
in, in that discipline of, of, of wearing a mask and knowing that, you know, um, having that understanding that uh, just having an understanding as a, as a young um, student that, you know, a lot of students feel like the, 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 the virus is not going to affect them because there's a, there's a, there's a misunderstanding that if you're young, it doesn't affect you, you know, you're not at risk. Um, but just knowing that, uh, you know, you, you are surrounding, you know, when you're done with your athletic event, you are going home to your, to your parents, or you're maybe seeing your grand, your grandparents, or you're seeing uh, people that might be at risk. So, um, definitely having a respect to, to, to the rules and the, um, I would have a respect to the rules that are laid out to keep everybody healthy. And um, it's important because if we don't all put our part in it, sports won't return, you know? So it's important that uh, students understand that, you know? Yeah, so thank you. I would like to thank Marcus Reese for joining me. I would like to thank Smitha Patel for helping me start up this podcast. I would like to thank everyone who supported me, like my family and my teacher who gives me new ideas every day in class. I would like to give a huge thanks to my sister for editing this episode and all the episodes to come. So the final thing I want to say is I'm so sorry for having to change everything up so much. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I'm going to do an episode every couple of months and it was just going to be me. And then I would take a break a week after, but it just has become super difficult finding guests for every single week. So I decided that I'm going to be uploading every two weeks. That way, it just gives me a little bit more time to negotiate, find interesting topics, interesting people, interesting questions and I hope that even though I'm not uploading as much, you are still tuned in. Um, And I thank you guys so much for all the love and support and understanding um, on why I have to do this. But hopefully soon, once I'm just a little more out there, I can get back on track doing an episode every week and having some fun episodes every month. Thank you guys so much for understanding. Please make sure to tell your friends and family about this podcast. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.